0: CurioCast's Podcast Emporium. I mean, what else is there to do?
1: Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper and with me today is Rob London. Hello. Yeah okay so this character we'll know you should know about just because she's one of the bigger characters at least a Bigger B list. I don't know if she's an A lister, but she's at least one of the bigger B listers. Yeah, she
0: she is a solid B lister, and and she had a an ongoing until uh, just a couple of weeks ago, which uh, I quite enjoyed.
1: Yeah, but uh, so Spider Woman. Yes. Or, or how it's listed it here:
0: Drew Jessica. Yeah, they. I guess they always did that with the characters who had retired from their heroic identities. So I think they had like uh, Ghost Rider listed under Blaze Johnny.
1: I mean, I know sometimes they retire, but, like, they're still gonna be that character. And seeing how comic books go, especially by this point, they're gonna probably be that character again, just to go back to status quo.
0: Yeah, although I guess by this point there was a replacement uh, Spider-Woman. Um, dang, what is her name? Oh, god, this is killing me. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, she kind of wears the the vaguely Venom-esque costume. Uh, she was on uh, that 90s Iron Man cartoon. God, what is her name? This is killing me. Oh, she was on the West Coast Avengers. She's uh, Madame Web now. What is her name? Ju- Julia Carpenter.
1: Had to comb through a lot of knowledge there. Whew. There's so many characters. That's oh, yes. why I'm only in the second volume out of, like, I think, nine, I want to say. and, and hey, I the Book of the Dead.
0: And I didn't even, uh, talk about, uh, Maddie Franklin, the third Spider-Woman.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Don't ask.
1: I guess right now, she's a private investigator.
0: Yes, right now, as of, like, 1987 or so.
1: Yeah, 87, um, she's still, she's an investigator. So they basically did the same thing they did with, um, Wonder Woman. Like, sometime in the 70s?
0: Right, when they depowered her and she started dressing like uh, Emma Peel.
1: Yeah, but, like, she, I mean, she looks pretty pretty good in this one. I mean, she has, like, a purple pantsuit and, like, a nice, like, like a long coat. Yeah, uh, I, think she gloves. Was,
0: I think she was working as a private detective uh, in Madripoor. Ooh, ooh! You need some skills for that. Yeah, you know it's it's Marvel's fake Singapore that uh, Wolverine sometimes bartends in, fooling everybody with his clever disguise of an eye patch and just being Wolverine and hoping nobody will say anything.
1: He probably he still says Bub and pops his claws all the time. You know.
0: I mean, but the thing is, he he reverses, it, so he says Bub backwards.
1: Oh, okay. So it's so it's Bub instead of Bub
0: it's It's totally different with uh, the accent you'd never know it was him
1: speaking of okay here, here's a thing we probably need to talk about but uh Spider Woman, but like wouldn't Wolverine have like a really strong Canadian accent uh he stayed there for like a lot of his life
0: yeah I mean i I, I myself am Canadian.
1: Yeah, but, like, I don't – I'm not hearing, like, the stuff with, like, the O's and stuff with you. Like, it would be, like – I'm trying to do the – the O's and U's. Like, there's that regional difference.
0: Yeah, I mean, I am from uh, – I'm from southwestern Ontario, which gets a lot of Detroit TV broadcasts. So I don't have the strong Canadian accent that you would have in, say, northern Ontario or Alberta. But, like, Alberta. He, basically
1: lived, he basically lived in the, like, wilderness, too.
0: Yeah, and also cruel. he's he's like a hundred years old.
1: No, so well, man, what if he had like an old timey, like like almost like a British
0: accent? I mean, it kind of would be a British accent at that time, or I don't know. I'm, I keep thinking of him with the sideburns as Amish. Hmm. Oh, no, I can't imagine
1: uh... him speaking German though, or Anabap, whatever, a bastardized Germish, Germ Germish, Germish. That's how you say it, Germish.
0: The language of the germs. Yeah. Which, uh, not in these handbooks, but there is a New Warriors character whose power is that he talks to microbes.
1: And that, unfortunately, that one was involved in... Civil War! Yes, and he's
0: the only New Warrior who died there who has not come back in some way, shape, or form. Sucks to be you, microbe.
1: Though, I I like microbe-ish. I mean, it wasn't that comic at the time wasn't my jam, so no. I didn't really read it. So, mm. but well, you know, Microbe sounds like a really cool character. I always thought he was like Young Blob for a yes. moment. Oh yeah, because like he looks like Blob. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, honestly, you know what? That might be fat shaming there for a moment because he he was just a fat kid.
0: Yeah, I That's mean, all the, it was the tights are always a bad idea when you're a heftier guy.
1: Yeah, like, maybe it's because he, he looked like Blob because he dressed like the Blob.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was kind of that whole singlet thing. So Jessica Drew, her origin is ridiculous.
1: Yes, she, okay, so she was a Hydra agent. Yes. For a really long time, and then they'd rebranded her. Like, what year did they rebrand her?
0: Okay, so she started out in, like, Marvel's spotlight. As- yeah, she
1: showed up. She showed up at uh, first issue. She showed up in Marvel Spotlight number thirty-two, Dark Destiny, and that was nineteen seventy-seven.
0: Yeah, and then I think she showed up uh, shortly afterwards in the Avengers, where they they changed her costume somewhat, and she you know ran, I think in that Marvel Spotlight issue she fi- finds out that like Hydra are not the cool guys they appeared to be, even though I believe her Hydra superior was named Count Otto. Uh, Count Otto Vermis and that is definitely a bad guy name yeah that's definitely a bad guy name but no her origin has all sorts of crazy weirdness there's the high evolutionary uh, yeah like enough that like i
1: don't like enough that it's like all clouded and stuff normally I have at least like a straight line like explanation for how a character like i was able to explain what happened to spidey what happened to make spidey to someone in a pretty straight line yes even though it's fairly complicated but i cannot do that with spider woman because it is weird
0: i mean you you got you got wizard's ghosts you got the high evolutionary you got cow people uh you've got the ancient elder god chthon which i'm sure i'm pronouncing incorrectly
1: i i i will, i feel like you need to say chthon because to give it the Gravitas, you need it yes you need to give um yeah she also has some like kind of weird like
0: enemies early enemies like the brothers Grimm. oh yeah i like her for whatever reason her series was sort of horror themed like she normalized
1: a little bit like more modern she got by normalize, i mean more like a traditional superhero She,
0: she did have a thing initially where she had like pheromone powers and one of them was that she could induce like extreme fear in people and the the tagline of her first book was spider woman to know her is to fear her
1: well she did she did become friends with the shroud
0: yeah uh, the shroud who is kind of like he's kind of fake batman
1: oh okay wait who is this okay so
0: gypsy moth okay gypsy moth is it
1: says, it's now skink skink skink
0: uh, Skein? 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 She has the hilarious power of fabric control.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, like, she has a lot of, like, really old villains that are, like, interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty sure she fought, uh, the hilarious Turner D. Century, who is a guy who believed that, uh, modern society was evil, and thus he had to return it to the, uh, the heyday of the, uh, you know, early 1900s. And to do this, he invented the Time Horn, a device that was supposed to kill everybody under the age of 65. Uh, unsurprisingly, this did not work, probably because it was built by a guy named Turner D. Century. Apparently she
1: also died at one point.
0: Yeah, at the in like the last issue of her series, not only does she die, but also her memory, like the memory of her is erased from everybody who knew her.
1: They sounded like they really wanted her dead at the point. Oh, uh, yeah. At that time. And Apparently, then, someone uh, liked her because they brought her back.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They came. She came back in, I think, uh, Roger Stern's Avengers run.
1: Yeah, because she died in '83 on the fifty on the fiftieth episode. I mean, issue on her ongoing at the, supr- at the time.
0: Surprisingly, she didn't come back as Spider Woman. Like she came back to life, but she was just you know, private detective Jessica Drew, and she didn't actually become Spider Woman again. For like decades, I think it was the early two thousands uh, when she finally became Spider Woman again.
1: Yeah, and the early two thousands, and then uh, coincidentally, uh, is when the secret invasion happened, where it turns out. Yeah, uh, and, then,
0: and then it turns out it wasn't her anyway.
1: Yeah, because the scrolls, uh, they kidnapped a bunch of uh, people and replaced them, and they were just there for years, like decades for some people. Yes. Um. And it turns out she was a scroll King, and uh, that scroll was the one that uh, Norman Osborn shot, like, it became the leader of the, basically, the sh- hammer, yes. which replaced S.H.I.E.L.D., because everyone's just like, yo, S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, and the Avengers, you, you knew that this was happening, right? And they said, yeah, uh, we wanted to make sure. And everyone's just like, no, no, uh, you, you done goofed. Uh, we don't like you anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I am a big fan of the Secret Invasion and
0: uh Secret Invasion and a Dark green And although I, I will admit, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the original Spider Woman costume.
1: Yeah, there's a cowl that doesn't like because like her classic costume now is like she has her hair out and everything. Well, she has sh- basically got, like
0: a- it's kind of like practical. She's got like a jacket and sort of special glasses. I like the looks of that. It. It's just this one doesn't—that nothing about it says spider to me. No, not really. However, re- it does, th- in in very thick black lines, uh, outline her primary and secondary sexual characteristics because it was the 70s.
1: Yes, and to be fair though, um, depending God who draws her old, her older costume, now it's new. Um, they, well also, uh, we're very, uh, prominent. Just, uh, just everything. Like, you could tell her religion, basically. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, if Frank Cho is drawing her, apparently he's real fascinated with her.
0: Oh, yes, Frank Cho, uh, well, Frank Cho has a number of fascinations.
1: Yeah, I mean, but, like, one of them is definitely Spider-Woman, though. Like, I mean, he definitely has a thing.
0: Oh, yes, Spider-Women, Jungle Girls, um, I believe he also likes drawing dinosaurs. He may be 14 years old.
1: I think he's been 14 years old for most of his life.
0: Well, that, uh, that does happen sometimes.
1: Yeah, he got in trouble recently by a lot of people because, like, he drew, like, one of the most, like, one of the most sexualized drawings I've seen of spider Woman in her. Previous costume to what she has now.
0: He's aping that Milo Manera cover that I believe Marvel eventually pulled, in which, um, to put it in delicate terms, uh, she is presenting like a baboon. And that was shortly before. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, you know, low man at the totem pole, uh, doing Marvel stuff. So I have no insight onto this. So do not take this as official Marvel anything. I have no idea whether that was connected at all with the decision to change the costume. But uh, it was good timing, and I do like the new costume.
1: The new costume's very practical, and I like it.
0: And I that uh, that series by uh, Dennis Hopeless, uh, Javier Rodriguez, and I believe eventually uh, Veronica Fish was excellent, and I recommend uh, people check it out. She's uh, fighting crime with uh, the porcupine. The
1: only unfortunate thing about the new costume thing is like the first three issues were drawn by like Greg Land.
0: Yes, and that that still had the old costume. It was a tie to a Spider-Man storyline, and then yeah, once... I
1: think it was the end of Edge, uh, Edge uh, of Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse.
0: And I mean, it was pretty good. Except I'm not a huge Greg Land fan.
1: Yeah, I had to get rid of like I was doing the thing because well, I really like a lot of like the Ultimate Fantastic Four thing. And I realized that half of it's drawn by Greg Lane, and I can't really read it without cringing to death.
0: Yeah. So
1: I got I had to get rid of a lot of old Fantastic Four. I mean, the ultimate Fantastic Four. Yeah, she's, like, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and I, l- I love that almost none of her powers are spider-based. Like, she can fire bioelectricity. She has pheromone powers. She can... Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess she can climb. Also, you can't poison her.
1: Yeah, and she's poisonous, according to this, so... Yeah,
0: she possessed a superhuman, uh, a, or an immunity to all toxic substances and radiations. You know, like spiders. Yeah. But, of course, these powers were the result of body-wide adaptations to the accelerated spider's blood, which had been injected in her as a child. This <laughs> is what happens when your father's a mad scientist.
1: Yeah, well, okay, so, um... I will also argue for the most part that Spider Man's powers, except for like the climbing. And I guess if you go really, really tangentially, like super, super stretch out as far as possible. The spider sense could be referring to the whole like the spider sensing stuff on like the threads on a web or something. But you have to stretch, like, like Mr. Fantastic stretch in order to get to <laughs> that.
0: Oh. Yeah, they uh, they kind of tried to connect it to the whole sensing vibrations in the web thing during the uh, the other storyline with uh, J. Michael Straczynski and Mike Deodato, and it didn't it didn't really take. It's just he has a spider sense. It doesn't make any sense, but he has a spider sense. It tingles. That's that's
1: that's all you need to know. Really? Yep. I don't really like. I mean, really, he's kind of closer to Ant Man. I guess if you think about it, like
0: ant powers. I mean, I guess spiders are also strong proportionately. I don't know what the proportionate strength of a spider is. I guess it's enough to lift up a bunch of giant Ditko machines uh, when the it's knee rises. It's enough to lift
1: up a couple tons, apparently. But like, I, but like, if you think about it, he like you could basically just say like take away his web spinners and just give him like an Ant Man costume, like without the shrinking. And like, it'd be he'd be also be an ant.
0: Yeah, I mean, Either I super
1: strong, and climb walls.
0: I can't remember whether I think Ant Man post dates uh, Spider Man. Although it's possible Hank Pym appears first because he appeared in like one of those '60s horror comics uh, first before he became a superhero.
1: This is on a episode that's coming out before this, but not while this is recording. Uh huh. But one of the, uh, but Caleb's made a really good observation that Stan Lee must have knew a really smart guy named Hank. Because he <laughs> named two really smart dudes in different, in two different team books Hank.
0: And yet I've never met anybody under the age of 70 met, named Hank.
1: Well, uh, Stan Lee is about 500 years old. This
0: is true. This is true. We all We'll all miss him, uh, but uh, yes, he—he's an old man. He's oh, yes. just a really old man.
1: I would be surprised if everyone he knew was named Tank <laughs> when he was a child. Uh, so
0: like, it's like how whoever—it's like how two separate Batman writers somehow created two different characters named Harvey. That, that, as far as I'm concerned, that's the most unrealistic thing about Batman. Who knows two separate people named Harvey?
1: I don't know one Harvey.
0: I know literally zero Harveys. Uh, Yeah, maybe he's just a big fan of that uh, Jimmy Stewart movie where he sees an invisible rabbit. To be also, I mean, also to be fair, there's multiple
1: like really strong like women with strengths that are very with uh, names that are tied to other more popular or equally as popular characters named jessica
0: oh yeah that's true although i mean certainly jessica is a common name it's jessica and jennifer that are right up there
1: because like because like i i would like to talk more about her like really crazy stuff that happened in the past but like that would take me a long time
0: i i the only crazy thing that i want to mention here is that her original origin which was i believe presented in um uh her first appearance in Marvel Spotlight number 32 is that she was not a woman at all, but a an actual spider that was super evolved by the uh, by the high evolutionary technology into a person. And then it was retconned away, I believe, in the first issue of her ongoing series, uh, because everybody thought that was too gross.
1: Yeah, That's it'd bizarre. actually be a little bit bit gross.
0: And Bizarrely enough, that was almost Wolverine's origin as well. I believe Chris Claremont or John Byrne or Dave Cockrum, somebody in there, originally intended for him to be a Wolverine that was evolved into a person. Yeah,
1: I guess people like the High Evolutionary for a while.
0: I'm, I'm a little fond of the High Evolutionary, even though he is not exactly scientific and also kind of dresses like he has a, wears a teapot on his head. Well, I mean, look at Kang. He's real dumb-looking too. Uh, my my terrible admission here is that I don't ter- I don't really care for Kang either. Uh, I don't really care for Kang either. Like to be honest, like a lot of the world-destroying
1: villains from like early Avengers isn't isn't my
0: cup of tea. And part of it is that I just don't care for time travel because I might have to write profiles of these characters, and I don't want to have to think about that. It's very difficult.
1: Oh, good luck! If you're writing the current ones, then good luck with the Kang right now, because they just did a really good uh, retconny adventure. I I thought that was
0: excellent, but also I hopefully will never have to write it. I'm I'm a Spider-Man guy. Give me a guy who dresses like an animal and robs a bank.
1: Uh, maybe science one day will catch up to. Uh, someone was in a gene splicer with some with the kangaroo and they got turned into the kangaroo.
0: (laughs) I mean, there are two separate Spider-Man villains named the kangaroo. Really? Yes, there are.
1: Okay, I thought there was only one, but whatever. Maybe I'll get to both of them somehow.
0: Well, well, one is in these old handbooks. I think he's in the Book of the Dead, because, spoilers, having kangaroo powers doesn't get you too far. And then the second one is in the, like, modern Marvel handbooks. Well,
1: I'll look forward to getting that then. Oh. Okay, so I think we're doing plugs now.
0: All right. Well, uh, you can hear me uh, every week on Stasis Pod, the Transformers Animated podcast, a, a podcast that examines the uh, uh, every uh, examines episode by episode the uh, Transformers Animated uh, series of the uh, mid to of the mid aughts. Uh, Prior to that, we did uh, the complete series of Beast Wars and uh, Beast Machines, so Transformers enthusiasts or 90s animation enthusiasts, check that out. And I also write for the uh, actual, factual Marvel handbooks. Uh, Currently, we are doing a series on the MCU movies and TV shows. Uh, Our Doctor Strange book just came out a couple weeks ago, and uh, in store soon, if not uh, now, is a collection of... Uh, collecting the first six issues of our MCU guidebooks, so uh, check that out as well.
1: Hey, this is Jesse. I have a podcast called Turn to Page. I also, ha- which is Use your adventure book podcast. I also have a <coughs> podcast called Ray right Up Sapling, where B and my lovely podcast cohort Carrie Nelson talk about random stuff that pops on Wikipedia. Uh. E- you can support the show by rating reviewing subscribing on your podcatcher, or you can uh give me cold hard cash on my patreon or uh by by buying a t shirt which that will be in the description or on the alpha F- alphabet flight uh an encyclopedic marvel journey facebook page on facebook the artwork is done by ryan healy this has been alphabet flight and may country protect you through all of your night travels good night
0: good night